Hi, I'm Jenny. And I'm Christina. We're two sisters who started our own separate businesses, and we have now come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, we will share practical business tips that we have learned along the way. We're also ready to dive deep and help you feel less alone as we chat all about navigating running a business while also running a household. So grab a drink and join our sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. Hey guys, it's Christina. I just wanted to say thanks for joining us today and give you a little bit of a warning that this podcast was recorded in person, which was extra fun because Jenny was in Texas. But because of that, the sound quality is a little bit less than it normally is for our podcasts. So bear with us. I hope you still really enjoy it. Today, we have my co-owner of the Wildflower Republic on, Melissa Dudley. She owns the Polka Dot Pickle Shop, a an amazing sign shop um, and home decor, all of the things that make your house beautiful. And you'll get to hear from her about her and her husband, both owning their own small businesses and what's that, what that's like in their household, along with homeschooling. And we talk a lot about her and my relationship in business. So it's a really great episode and I hope you guys enjoy it, even with the sound quality. Okay, so today we have a really exciting guest, our first one ever on the podcast. And we're actually all live in person doing this one, which is exciting because, you know, Jenny and I don't live close. (laughs) So super exciting. We're all in the same room and we are welcoming my business partner. This is Christina, my business partner, Melissa, who owns, co-owns the Wildflower Republic with me. And then she's going to tell you a little bit about about her business. And we're just going to talk about business life with her too and um, her story. So Melissa, will you tell them like what your, what your business is? And then we'll go from there. So I make um, wood signs and refinished furniture and home decor and all of that. So pretty much anything that makes your house pretty (laughs) is what Melissa does. And if you ever have a chance to come into the Wildflower Republic, everyone comments on how beautiful it is. And that's all straight, Melissa. I do none of it. I do something (laughs) where she tells me they'll look good. So she's very talented in that and um, makes tons of custom signs for the people in our city. And I love walking around. We all walk around our town and all the businesses have used her for their like share signs. Uh-huh. And I'm always like, oh, that's Melissa's <laughs> like, proud business partner. And Melissa's unique in the fact that her and her husband both own small businesses. And um, I wanted you to talk a little bit about that and okay. tell us like what were uh like what are some of the pros to both owning your small business? What are some like hard parts about that? And then We'll talk about like starting each one of them up and let people know how that was. Okay. So pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Um, So my husband runs a pool maintenance and repair company and he has since, gosh, what year are we in? 2008. So it's been. Um, And it's Dudley Pools if you're local to Austin, Texas. He does a great job. Oh, and Melissa's polka dot pickle shop. Did oh, we yeah, say that? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll post that. We'll definitely put We're our hands on it. you guys. Okay. <laughs> um, so he's been doing that for a lot of years. And I started my shop. We've been here five, year, five years. So four years ago, 2017, maybe. Um, so prior to me starting my shop, it was a little bit easier because 
I was raising the kids and he went to work and I could help him. And I wasn't trying to do a business and run a household and do all of those things while helping him run his business. Um, taxes are con. Yeah. <laughs> um, we used to live in California. <laughs> um, and we had state income tax and um, federal income tax. And they did not make it friendly for small businesses. Wait, so in Texas, you don't have state income tax? No. No state income tax. And the tax bracket is really high in California where you're self-employed. So okay. um, we moved to Texas. Well, that was one of the reasons. Um, and started started over really. We sold our business there, started a new one here. And then I opened my business and, you know, not having family around and running <laughs> two businesses, um, mine inside the home, his outside the home is just, it was a lot, but we survived. And she hasn't mentioned this yet, but Melissa homeschools as well. <laughs> so she has like an added, which I had like a sneak peek of doing that during COVID. But like well, that's different what you all had to do. That's like what Melissa does daily. But so they, I wanted you to tell people like how y'all do that. Like, how do you um, both run businesses, homeschool, mm-hmm. and you make on top of that, like um, adding in make. Cause I know, I know from personal experience, owning an Etsy shop or an online shop, it kind of flips upside down when you open a brick and mortar, just because of having to be there. Right. And restock. The shop. And restock. <laughs> yes, we should. And fill the Etsy orders. <laughs> and my husband cuts all the wood. So if he's not home, then I'm like, can't really do much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melissa and Scott started their business, the sign business together. Yeah. You both did it, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, he, he will not let me touch any of the saws. <laughs> I'm gonna have like some major accident. But so he cuts all the wood um and all the frames. I tell him like what sizes I need, um, what wood I want, and then he cuts everything for me. So and he's supposed to do that like every Sunday, but sometimes doesn't happen. So that sets me back a little bit, but it's just kind of like a juggling act, honestly. Like <laughs> I wish I had the magic, like I'm not super great at managing my time. Christina knows this because she'll give me a list of to-dos that take a lot longer. Uh, but I'm supposed to Um so yeah it's just kind of like I've gotten a little bit better about not beating myself up like it is what it is like if you're late on something it's just mm-hmm. there's always tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah we run it together. I do he basically cuts everything for me. I do everything else. Um and what was your other question? Um, <laughs> well, how like I want you to tell people how you incorporate homeschool to you guys running your own businesses because I've gotten okay. to sideline it and it's actually really cool. Yeah, um, I mean, we really should school in the morning and work in the afternoon, but kind of we kind of go back and forth. Um, a lot of days, if I'm super busy, um, Liam will go to work with Scott and he tests the chemicals in the pools and helps oh, him do the repairs awesome. and everything. Um, and Lennon goes to the shop with me. So, um, sometimes the kids will help me paint boards. I mean, they kind of get to see the ins and outs of our small business and what we're doing. And I think that has a lot of like educational value, um, where they wouldn't be able to do that if they were going to school. Um, we, I mean, we school 
kind of when we can. Um, we don't have a set schedule like most people do. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a juggling, balancing act of trying to do. I, a lot of times I beat myself up because I don't feel like I'm doing it well. All of these things that I should be doing really well. But I think I've asked Liam about it and he's like, he thinks it's super cool that we own our businesses right. and that we're all together a lot of the time. Yeah, you, they so. do they just spend a lot of time <laughs> all together, which I love. I like yeah. that. And I feel like that's such a universal feeling though. Like I feel like I'm not doing a great job all the time and my kids are in school. So yeah, I feel like it's actually really encouraging to hear that. Not that I want anybody to feel pain, but that we all feel like that no matter yeah. what mm-hmm. yeah. um, we've chosen to do with our small business. You kind of mm-hmm. like lean into what works for your family at that time. Right. Of life. One of right. my favorite stories that Melissa has told me is, and, it, and this kind of represents the beauty of small business, like owning a family business is that got really hurt one year and, and couldn't clean the pools for a couple of weeks. Right. So we had been here, we had moved to Texas and we'd been here about a month. So we had no family, no friends. Um, Lennon was only 14 months. Liam was almost four. And he basically, he has herniated discs in his lower back and he got stung by a bajillion wasps. And when he was running from them, I shouldn't laugh. It's really not funny. He um, twisted just right. And by that night could not walk. And so we had just started this new company here. He had all these accounts. He couldn't call them and say, oh, I can't hurt my back a week into starting the pools. Like I can't work. Yeah. So I, he would lay in the back of my Suburban. Right. Yeah. It was my Suburban at the time. He would lay in the back and I would drive and I would strap one into my back and Liam would like test chemicals and he would literally tell us how to clean the pools. Oh and Melissa, my gosh. It gives me chills. Talk about it. Like, <laughs> what I didn't like clean them, and clean them, but yeah. yeah and we that took that for, I think almost a month. Um, he was at a point where he could walk after about two weeks, but he was on a cocktail of medication <laughs> yeah. to make it like manageable and he couldn't drive. So. Which that, that's the other element of you both owning small businesses is healthcare. Like, yeah. Figuring out how, like in emergencies, mm-hmm. how best to do that. Do you want to tell people like, you don't have to use it to tell the company use, but what did you guys figure out worked for um, you in case people are in the same? Well, well, we're, we used to pay for private insurance, which is incredibly expensive for mm-hmm. self-employed people. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't get, you know, that break cost break when you have like a huge corporation that's right. covering right. medical Being insurance for everyone. Right. Right. Um, but now he actually, um, so we went through the marketplace for a while. Cause when we started here, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money and we qualified for that. And, um, it was still pretty expensive considering, but not thousands of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he actually has payroll through square, which allows him to get private health insurance. I'll probably explain this wrong, but <laughs> private health insurance, it's basically like a corporate umbrella because mm-hmm. there's so many people enrolled through Square oh. that he can offer his employees a discounted rate as well as we can get wow. one. I didn't know that. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So and that's like within the last year. Okay. Well, so. if you listen to the podcast where I trash Square, <laughs> this, that's, that's a bonus. Yeah, like you talked nicely about their payroll. Their payroll, their payroll, is, payroll is easy great. and that falls under that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Health insurance. Is and the same, it was the same. Her and Scott work really good together. It's actually really fun to watch them because they're a lot like Chip and Joanna, where 
uh, I compare them to them a lot just because that's Melissa's style too. But Melissa has these like dreams and, and what she can see a space to be. And Scott comes in and makes it happen. He's very, very handy. And he has so, a very long to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, we redecorated Wildflower when we moved in and we've been there two years. And she's like, okay, I want to take down all the shelves that he put up and I'm going to replace them with all the stuff. And he's just like, oh my gosh. But um, that was really fun when we were built. We, we, when we got Wildflower, we had to redo a lot of it. And so he would come up and she would show him exactly what to do. And he would hang everything. And he was really the one that made wildflower. It was your dream of how it would look, but he's the one who made it happen. Made it happen. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Our yeah, husband helped a little, but <laughs> they helped with other Tyler was like the tech person, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not the, the handy one. But yeah. So that's, it's really cool to watch. And I tell yeah. them, I'm like, you need your own show. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. It's just like it's that. Yeah, fun. And we bicker quite a bit. <laughs> fun bicker. Yeah, it's fun. We poke fun at each other, but, but yeah, she, yeah. I, I said this in our tax podcast too, but Melissa has taught me a lot about just the backside of owning a small business mm-hmm. because they had so much experience with Scott mm-hmm. and that persistence that you guys had in his first years. Cause do you want to explain like how a pool route works and how it was switching? Yeah. So when he first started all those years ago, he basically, it was word of mouth. Um, he never bought any pools or accounts. He just kind of, he was working two jobs while starting his business. And what he was, he was running a pool route for a company and then went out on his own and gained just from friends and family and all of that. Um, so he built that over what? 15 years, I think 12, 12, 15 years. Um, And it was all referral based. He never spent a dime on accounts. And then when we decided to move to Texas, he basically, when you own a pool company, so interesting to me, there's brokerage, like brokers that basically sell the route. route. So you list your route and you say, I have all these pools in these five cities and this is what I want for them. And it's typically 12 to 14 times what they make annually. Mm -hmm. And so we sold it. uh, Well, we sold it quickly. We were like, okay, we're going to move to Texas. We had no other plan. <laughs> listed our house, listed the pool route and everything sold. Um, and then he found a broker here that had a route. And originally we were going to go to Houston. Um, and that just kind of fell apart. We came to Austin on a whim and he found a route here and we were here in three months. So he basically sold his route there and bought one here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I had no idea. Is that that interesting? I didn't know either yeah. until yeah. she told me that. That's why I yeah. thought people would find it interesting. Yeah. So in California, he had 178 accounts. And here we started very small. And that was good. Especially with the injury. In the yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because it made it manageable. We survived. Um, but yeah, now he's up to, I think, close to 200 accounts. Okay. Wow. And has several employees. And yeah, he has two employees. Yeah. yeah. Still works all the time. <laughs> yeah. And that's an element too of you both owning your small yeah. business is not, it's not nine to five. No, it's all the time. And in Around Texas, that's not really seasonal, right? Like he's always doing pools. Oh yeah. Always. I mean, there, it's seasonal-ish. Like it's busy. This is his busy time. Although he's been busy since February with the freeze. Well, yeah. So yeah. I was going to say this year with the freeze, mm-hmm. pool guys were actually extremely busy in February because people's pools just completely broke. Oh. Everything, all the equipment, everything broke. Yeah. And he's such a dedicated owner that he was, parts were sold out. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't get pool parts because everybody's pool. And, yeah. yeah. and you could only get a certain number as a pool maintenance person. He was going to the pool shop at like 5 a.m. waiting in line to get <laughs> yes. the wow. Yeah. Customers. <laughs> Hopefully this sells his he is very dedicated but he also has a hard time shutting off and mm -hmm. setting boundaries which I think we all do right, right. my husband works in technical nine to five and can't shut yeah. off so yeah mm -hmm. so we were just talking about that with our other sister about and I mean this isn't about what this podcast is about but <laughs> about like overseas isn't as like work 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 as uh, the United States is just yeah. in that mentality. Yeah. Jenny and I were just talking about that about with our shops. We feel, and maybe you can speak to this too, because I know that you're very dream driven too. Of like, when is the point where you can just be steady in your job versus like, oh, I want to do a, a new item or like make this better or pin this and post this? Like, when's the point where it's like, okay, it's it's okay to shut off right now. I don't know that you can, right? Because you're always thinking of like, you just came out with a new product. Like you're always evolving and changing and growing. Like, I don't, I know, but if you have to decide, like, do you want to keep going or do you want to stop and just, right. Or you know? is it like time to just like skate for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Cause we, we were talking about that, that that's hard when, when, and even in a corporation, like the next tier and the next tier and the next right. tier, just you know, going. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, that's a good place for her moving to Texas. They lived in different neighborhoods for a little bit as did we. And we actually, Jenny would say it's magic. <laughs> we moved in within months of each other yeah. to this neighborhood and like found each other and yeah. some other. Yeah. So, okay. So let's now I'm, hello everyone. This is, <laughs> this is Jenny. <laughs> I, so like Christina said, Melissa and Christina are business partners, um, owning their brick and mortar. Though, I don't know why I'm staying with the microphone, <laughs> but they own their brick and mortar together. Wildflower Republic, but they both had, like you heard Melissa talk about polka dot pickle shop and Christina has beautiful chaos shop they're already like well-known established businesses so I thought it would be valuable to ask them about what it was like to um join the two of them and still run their own businesses but then also develop the wildflower so first of all okay so you moved into the same neighborhood how did you guys meet Christina was doing one of her small shop events and I think you invited me to come no Amber connected us yeah, at that coffee shop. You, yeah. me, Menden, and Amber. And then you said, oh, I'm doing this thing. I'm doing this small. I, I mentioned that in a couple episodes ago that I did like shop small events through my house. And Melissa came. I actually had one before I met Melissa. She wasn't at the first one. Okay. And sometimes I'll reference that one. And she's like, I don't think I was at that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she came from then on, like the rest of the ones we did. And we just, our personalities meshed really well. We both um, were asked to be in a local, a different local brick and mortar that was owned by someone else. Um, and I'll say it nicely. <laughs> it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't go well. It didn't. End well, well, and I was going to say, this sounds so mean, you but moved we moved in different directions. Okay. Well then I guess I will be mean. Cause I'll, I'll say <laughs> we both, we both were like, we can do this and we can do it really well. Yeah. We just had, that's not mean though. We just kept saying like, 
here to do this. And yeah, I always wanted a shop. I like, I can remember years back. I just, I pictured this cute little Mm -hmm. like brick and mortar that I would fill with pretty things. And so I was like, we can do this. We We can can do this. And so yeah, three of us were like, let's do this. And then the shop fell into it. Like, yeah, it just all fell together. Like you weren't fantastic friends before you met through business. Like right. That's how you became friends. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Which a lot of people will say that like, Oh my goodness, you went into business with your, like a, your best friend or a good friend. And I was like, no, we really didn't know each other super well. We knew each other well enough that, I mean, we still made contracts and stuff because yeah. you never know like what will happen in mm-hmm. business, but oh, we yeah. knew each other well enough that we knew, okay, we'll work well together. We had a third business partner mm-hmm. and we all were, were, you know, we'd meet with our husbands and like, we knew we could do it, but we weren't, it was really along the journey of, especially that first month, uh, redoing wildflower, like getting it. And <laughs> we were there all the sun up to sundown, mm-hmm. all of our kids redoing it all, putting all up. We were there till I would say sundown. We were really there till like one in the morning, some days yeah. getting it ready. Cause we only had like three ish weeks and, um, you really bond in that time. And then of course it's been two years now, of course, mm-hmm. uh, there's more bonding than that, but, um, that, I tell them like that we are best friends now, but we weren't when we began. And I think that's anybody that runs a business. So somebody you naturally have to connect well together. Yeah. So what was the, what was the timeline and process like from you being in this other shop and realizing, Oh, we can do this. Did you just, immediately start looking for uh places or I I would like drive I think we all did we would like drive around and see buildings or see like houses that were for lease and call on them and yeah and then it actually ended up dropping in our lap because Mm -hmm. the shop that was in ours before was a boutique Mm -hmm. and she was moving to a bigger space and actually talked to Amber the our third person and was like um, hey, if you guys are ever wanting to, I think Amber brought it up or something where she knew yes. we wanted to open a store. Somehow we found out. Yeah. That. And so That's it actually, true. we didn't even have to search it. Ended up, but we would drive. Magical. <laughs> it was magic. Yeah. So that, okay. So I know you're both passionate about workshops and classes. So where did that fit? And was that always part of the dream or it was like, I want to have a cute shop with things in it. And then that kind of evolved from there. Or was that something you all just, about together I think we, I think it was we, from the beginning it was from the beginning we said we would do workshops and like community events I remember us talking very big I semi remember us saying like it would be great to have like baby showers and yeah. events Melissa loves throwing events over the top <laughs> events that I've kind of had to cut her off at this <laughs> at this point just because I'm like we can offer the space. I don't know about all the decor and all the food. I always joke about, did you like doing that before Pinterest came on the scene? I did. Me too. I, I always did. joke with my sister-in-law. We So when my 16 year old was turning one, so that was 2005, <laughs> six. Um, I made like binders and posts pretty much what Pinterest is just in a, in a binder in a handmade and way I'm too like sad that elaborate you oh my gosh yes <laughs> yeah, it was a luau thing so I, I had like the snacks were do you remember we hearted we heart do you remember that website no. is it just me okay they had it was we hearted it was like pinterest where you okay. could like share pictures and 
and I loved it. Was and then that Pinterest still around? I don't know. Oh, well, I would just like remember you could right click on pictures online <laughs> and then I would scream like <laughs> I didn't know you did that. Oh, I was so upset. So yes, I identify with you like. I like creating the event, but then I don't want to be at the actual event and <laughs> talk to people. That's really but you know, you know what? Like when I would plan my kids' parties, I would like go over the top. I just loved it. All the details, like everything, mm-hmm. but I would be so busy with the party. I didn't like really it. enjoy them, enjoy the birthday mm-hmm. or really interact with anyone. Like I, it's just that was like a word. Word. That yeah. was like, like and a then after I would do yeah. like a big tea party. Yeah. And now we don't do parties anymore because we moved here and you know, all our family is elsewhere. Yeah. And so there's right. an element of that. So that we had too. always said that from the beginning and we, her and I being makers always said, we want to teach people what we mm-hmm. do. Um, so yeah, that was always yeah. a part of the plan. And I was already doing sign workshops, like in-home sign workshops. Okay. So, so it just, yeah. So now we just have our space, space. and, well, and created we a place said that. that from the beginning too because all three of us didn't have family close by where we did say we want a space where people mm-hmm. can come and like meet people because mm-hmm. we're in our 30s and there's not you just there's no natural way to do that <laughs> anymore no. so this that's a hard one this provides a way and we have gotten to meet a lot of people doing mm-hmm. it too it's the shop itself but really yeah. events you're with them for a long time so that's been I think one of my favorite things about opening a brick and mortar is the workshops yeah. which 2020 was a doozy <laughs> yeah. not letting us have no our workshops. <laughs> no workshops so what okay so you had your workshops you knew you each were makers. And then like, what was Amber's passion for the, she was like eco-friendly, right? Yeah. And she, yes. She loves eco-friendly. She's very passionate about it. It's a great aspect, especially for out here. Cause we live in the Austin area. That's mm-hmm. very eco-friendly, but really out where we live, there wasn't any options for that. And so, um, she joined on as that. And we each had our role of Melissa does all of the design, like the look of the store, Mm -hmm. um, the stock, like where things go, really the feel and the vibe. And then Amber was, she's super smart at numbers. She loves like spreadsheets. And so obvious choice for like all the backend stuff. And then I love being social and <laughs> getting the word out and being on social media. So it was like a natural fit for each of us. I think that's why it worked so well because yeah. we, none of us were stepping on each other's toes. Oh, like, we all like had our all different, had, or what's the word? Different, um, passion, silo. <laughs> what is the word? Strengths. strengths. There you go. We all had different strengths and passion so we didn't want to do what the other one wanted to yeah. do and it just yeah. it definitely the dynamic worked very well yeah it was that was one of the hard things that no one prepared you for is like we did put in our contract like um you know life circumstances will mm-hmm. always support the others and um it was really hard and we totally understood when amber had to get a full-time job because you, your startups be right aren't gonna like fund your life for a while. And so that was really tricky. And we, we are great. We still get to carry her eco-friendly stuff and we still get to represent her, but it was definitely an adjustment. Um, going from three to two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going from three to two. What are things that come up, um, in a partnership versus owning each of your own businesses that you weren't really 
expecting? Well, it's just like the, I think for me, and you might be different, um, with your own shop, because I have trouble. I've been an employee before and I don't, it's probably something I need to grow in, but I don't like someone telling me what to do. (laughs) I have like a very strong personality and with beautiful chaos, like I get to call the shots, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can see what, what thrives or what makes beautiful chaos thrive. I can like, let's just see if it works. And if it doesn't, like I'm the only one who fails. And I think I feel pressure, not by Melissa, but feel pressure for wildflower Mm -hmm. to like make decisions that benefit wildflower. And that's, that's been really challenging. Like thinking you can't necessarily think what's best for my shop. You have to think what's best for the whole. Right. Right. And that's just a different. I I noticed that come up in our partnership too and really how your brand and business takes on its own identity so like illuminate space has a like I can feel her I feel what she is like her name is Amelia (laughs) which would have been my girl's name but I never had a girl (laughs) (laughs) Amelia like she feels different than who light and pine is and so sometimes do you feel that I think I think they're very similar but I Mm. also like so this is Susie, if you're listening, just laugh at this. <laughs> but like my, I have to be, so we're, our partnership's a little bit different is where we just split everything. So like social media, she's doing a day and I'm doing a day. And so my voice, most of them not like, <laughs> well, I would let Christina. <laughs> I would, if she had me set up the show store, oh my God. So I, I well, that's the come. thing. And we both like to arrange stuff. So we, we just kind of like, uh, share all that, but I'm, I'm very intentional. I started to observe. So Susie is like, I use five exclamation points and Susie likes to use periods. So like that's, <laughs> I use a hundred emojis. So blending the two voices, I wouldn't say it's hard, but it's just like, it takes some intentionality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you notice that? Oh, the wildflower yeah. is like a different. Well, and I love entity. it because, uh, Melissa and I have notes, like we use the notes app and we share them. Like if there's a really important post that I'm going to make, it Mm -hmm. can't be Christina's voice. Right. right. Like it has to be Christina and Melissa. And I mean, in 2020, there were some really important posts we had to make. And uh, Melissa's a really great writer, by the way. Like she takes mine. I can like, my writing is definitely if I was talking Mm -hmm. where hers is like, expresses it just in a much, not, not even like fancier, but just a clearer I'm a rabbit trail. Yeah, so like <laughs> clear, clear into the point. And so it, we do like, I, especially on the important posts, like yeah. combine our voices into one. And yeah. the, actually those are the posts that everyone yeah. compliments mm-hmm. and like set, comes in and says like, thank you so much for, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, so that's been, that's been like a really beautiful piece of it. Yeah, but it is too. And we tell people that like, it's too different people making something beautiful like it's just that's just what it is yeah. which is different than beautiful gas because that it's not right right and it, it does it gives it space to evolve into its own like beautiful thing where it's not christina or melissa uh-huh. or like jenny it's a different 
or Susie. <laughs> and we have a, a name for our girl too. <laughs> we do. Yeah, Megan Grace Kelly. So anytime, <laughs> anytime we have to make a decision, it's like, well, what would? <laughs> and that's one thing too that's challenging for Wildflower is buying, because we each have our separate things, but we do buy wholesale on some items. And that is like, thank you very much. Yes, we do wholesale. <laughs> that was an easy yes, but like deciding even down to like what prints, which we usually agree on, like like when we've got rifle notebooks or whatever, we agree oh, yeah. on the prints or like the principles. Yeah, we always talk about things we're going to bring into the shop and whether yeah. they're a good fit. And but like even what people wouldn't think, even decisions as little as um, if we're going to keep our website up. Like, yeah. are we going to still shop online or are we going to change it to just brick and mortar? Like those, all of those decisions you don't think about. And yeah, like, there's a lot you don't really think about. No. We were like, we're going to have a pretty shop. <laughs> right? We're going to have a pretty shop filled with pretty things. And then and everyone's always oh, going to come by all yeah. of the things. We're going to have customers all day, every day. And then reality sets in and there's a lot of little things behind the scenes. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is cool though. Like with Melissa, I've never felt like competitive mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the, um, I don't know the word I'm thinking about in the space of like, when you own a shop together, you can see what each other is yeah. selling or like what's doing well. I think we both, I mean, I don't know, I'm not inside your brain, but we yeah. both always like encourage each other in that or if we one of us has like a little week it's like we help each other be like maybe we should make this design or whatever um but it's never been like oh like melissa had a good week and i had a bad week or (laughs) or or in the in the other way like sometimes we do way better than wildflower itself does Uh Mm -hmm. and that you know we have to figure out that figuring out pricing for workshops was really hard for us Mm -hmm. I think we finally got to like a solid point now (laughs) two years in but we both were both people pleasers so it's really hard our husbands aren't so we bring them in a couple a lot yeah a couple times a quarter and they can see it so black and white yeah. where we like <laughs> I'm so sorry if y'all are hearing thunder is that thunder? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's storming, it's storming. random it was really sunny <laughs> about five minutes ago I thought I was like maybe Tyler's upstairs doing something <laughs> <laughs> rolling around <laughs> but even like but like pricing was really hard for us as far as figuring out what yeah. People well, should rent like my husband for. will say, we are too emotional in our decisions. Yes, yeah, and we need to take the emotion out of it, yeah, which and is hard. Deal with the facts. Yeah, so but it's, I, it's really hard too to do that, especially when we we're in a small town. We know yeah. people, we know the vendors themselves, and so and we, I think we did shift a little bit when our husbands were like, when you're at a workshop that's time away from your family. Mm-hmm. So you've got to value that time and charge for it. And if somebody doesn't want to pay that, then you're going to get to stay home with your family. Right. And you won't, you know? So, but that was, all of that was really challenging, yeah. but there, our husbands are a lot of like too, in the fact that like, we'll, we'll do a meeting with them, which I love when they come to our <laughs> meetings and we get 
way more done. We do. <laughs> when, Tyler keeps us on track. Yes. <laughs> when, when we have them involved in our meetings, we get them all done. <laughs> our meetings we'll do at the store will last like three or four hours because we just get sidetracked. Yes. And I ask questions and we go on tangents. And, yeah. <laughs> but, well, I think that's really good for other business owners to hear that you don't, you don't go into it and everything's figured out and you know what's right and what works and what doesn't. It's constantly... Um, evolving and shifting and pivoting Mm -hmm. and especially as a partnership and it almost feels less lonely when you have your partnership oh yeah yeah. if she leaves wildflowers (laughs) (laughs) i I have no desire (laughs) i came home from my vacation in chicago and i think she was a little nervous that i was gonna when you say you're looking at a house I mean, <laughs> to be fair, we were comparing like tax rates and stuff. It wasn't like, oh, we're actually going to marry. But yeah, it's it's been a beautiful journey. It's been hard. Like there's hard parts, but I think even like we can look probably both look at and name the hardest moments of the last two years. But I think <laughs> those like it's almost like sisters. So like as we're doing the smallest business podcast, that's one thing. Melissa doesn't have siblings. I do know. And I have two sisters. And really, I'm the only one who could say it. She doesn't know what it feels like, but it feels like <laughs> I don't. Sorry, she Melissa. just tells me. <laughs> it's just what but it is. It's like having a sister where like we can we can argue, we can debate that right, Jen? That's mm-hmm. what what did right. the last four days look like? Um, <laughs> where we can argue. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. It's not always like that. Like you can get to those tough spots. Yes. And and still remain, have love for each other. Have love for each other, but also like bloom from that. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's growth and there's like, it's like your roots go deeper. Mm -hmm. And so you're allowed to flourish a little bit more. And it's really great. I love that. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.